Crystal, April, welcome to the Big Fat Podcast. Hey. Hey. Good Thanks afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. It's going to be fun to see where it goes. Oh, yeah. So, um, uh, I'm excited because I got a glimpse at both of your places over there. Okay. Uh, Crystal, uh, the name of your studio. Lift Your Light. Lift Your Light. Mm-hmm. And then the name of the gym. Stillwater Athletic Co-op. Okay. How did that all come to be over there? I was walking through there the other day for the first time, and I was like, holy cow. This place is, like, there's a lot more in here than I thought. I hadn't been in there, and I felt bad that I hadn't been in there. So I guess, how did how did that come to be, and how did, did were you guys friends before you ended up in the same building there, or did you be, or did you guys come to know each other after you know did that just how did that happen how did we have a yoga studio and a nice gym over there in well, this town that i don't i didn't really realize was that in depth it's yeah. it's a beautiful place it's to come any, and anybody can come visit it so if anybody watching this is ever interested get a hold of us and we'll give you a walk through yeah it was very you know laid back and welcoming over there yeah. but how did that all come together how did you get into that building so the gym originally started on main street with uh lynn robinson and i think chris stroman are the ones that originally started the gym that we ended up going to um and then it kind of moved it grew and so they moved to bigger and bigger buildings and uh eventually lynn started crossfit and uh we had a crossfit gym on main street kind of over there by the flower shop on pike um and then it got to the point to where she had fulfilled that dream that's what she wanted to do she uh, went a different direction in life and we all still wanted to work out and We've met each other way before that. We've been friends for, our families have been friends for I don't know how long now. But that didn't start till I started going to the gym. That's really where we got to know each other. You and I. Right. Our relationship started, um, Cole and I were friends prior to like all this coming together. So like, cause now we're just like, you get to choose friends, family, friends that are family. And um, that's where we had met. I started the gym in 2016. And that's where you guys met for the first time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. Yeah, because I started the gym, and we were actually just talking about this the other day. This month is my 10 years in the gym. Oh, wow. So 2000, April of 2013 was when I did my first workout with Lynn. Um, and then it, the Friday was my 10-year mark that I've been doing a CrossFit-style workout. So who owns that gym? It's a co-op. There's okay. 19 of us. 18. Eight, yeah, 18 or 19 of us. So when Lynn sold all of her stuff, decided she wanted to be, get out of the gym, we wanted a place to work out. We, we needed that gym. And so we all got together as a core group of us that have been in that gym since the 2014 to 2016 time frame, made a proposal to Lynn to buy the gym as a co-op and so we all members own members owning it type thing right and so we went in i think it was a thousand bucks or five hundred dollars a person five hundred dollars a person yeah and we bought the gym and then one of the uh, one of the uh, individuals that owned the gym uh tanya house uh, she was able to get us a building originally that was out of town and then we ended up having to move out of that one for business reasons as far as like zoning that kind of thing and she offered she was going to build a building anyway um and uh she offered to build the one that we're in now and so we rent that building from her and then she split it into two rooms and that's where crystal's 
yoga studio came into play. So well, did the well, we moved. That was our third building. By oh, the time right. it all shook out, it was it was definitely <laughs> shaky. The first two years probably were. Um, yeah, because you were in a couple of different places that you were like just hold it like at the church. I thought for a while you well, were doing. Yeah, my yoga studio, but this is just the gym. Oh, I the only gym connected with the gym when um, we built this building, this new oh, building okay. we're in. I haven't always been connected. I ha I haven't always had a yoga studio. When she built that building, she offered to put on. She was going to anyway. She says, I'm going to put on some extra footage. Just makes sense to f fill up that space. If I did that, would you like to utilize it as a yoga studio? Or I'm just going to make office spaces out of it. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going for it, man. I didn't know what it was going to look like or what I was doing. But kind of <laughs> the same thing with the gym. Like, we didn't know what we were doing, but we knew that we needed to do the next right thing. And none of us wanted to not have a place to work out or to spend time together because that's, I mean, we see each other, some of us see each other five days a week there. So then she um, built the extra footage on the gym and I put a couple offices in there and that's how that all got connected. Okay. Yeah, I totally forgot about, we moved, you're right, we moved from Main Street over to the Apple Village complex. Oh yes. And then we that. moved out of town and then we are in our current building and I hopefully we're not having to move for a while. We're not moving. No. <laughs> it was a shit show. Oh yeah. Chris was like, I'm not doing it. No. That's a lot of equipment in there. Who how did you guys buy all that equipment? So the that, I know I, there was equipment at mm -hmm. at Lynn's gym. Mm -hmm. Okay, but it doesn't, that looks like that's more equipment than what was at Lynn's gym. It is. Um, Do you guys all just chip in on it? or? So you we just... you have that monthly, so the charter members that own the gym, we have to pay our monthly dues no matter what. Okay. If you work out one time a month, if you work out four times a day, we're paying ours every month. That's okay. kind of part of being an owner. And then all the other memberships, we go into different accounts that we have. We have an equipment account. We have our bills. We have our emergency fund, kind of, you know, how you're going to run a business. Yeah. And then we get input from members, charter members, regular members, and uh, see what kind of equipment we want. And then we make a goal. This is what we want. We put the money away until we get it and we buy it. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a great idea, concept of that. That's really great. Yeah. yeah. I was really, I was, I was impressed. I looked around and I was like, holy cow, there is a lot of options and a lot of equipment in here. This isn't, I don't know, this isn't just thrown together and well, uh, looked really good. And it's amazing how it's involved. Even I haven't been involved as long as Cole has, like, started out as just a desire on a few people's hearts to have a place to work out opened it up to the public i mean when lynn initially started it was donation she built a business and just because you built a business doesn't mean that you have to hold it forever she picked it up and put it down she was ready to go on and then we picked it up and um our hearts were all in the right place and we all had a common goal and we've got to this place where we continue the gym will just continue to yeah. expand like all of us are invested in making it just a better place all the time yeah so then is that when you got into crossfit because are you are you a certified like crossfit instructor i was yeah okay i didn't renew this last time through okay um but yeah so the first workout i did was a crossfit workout when i went down to the gym um actually it was a 30-day burpee challenge and I don't know who it was, I can't remember, that said, hey, you need to come down and do this challenge. And so I went to the gym, I met Lynn, 
she explained to me what a, I didn't even know what a damn burpee was. So she told me what a burpee was. And here I was like 290 pounds. I was a chubby dude, you know, um, just what happens when you get older, I guess I quit, you know, after the military and the college going to the mine for a little yeah, bit, then being a co- you know, you just so caught up in right, life, right. You yeah. caught up being new parents, you know, I guess not new, but parents, I was just this chubby dude. And, uh, Lynn, introduced me to this thing called CrossFit. I did this 30-day CrossFit challenge. She put my name in a hat because I finished the 30 days. I, my name was drawn. I got like a two-month membership out of it. And I've, like I said, I finished 10 years of it uh, Friday. Wow. How did you get certified for, for CrossFit? Did you have to go someplace? I or? went to uh, a CrossFit gym in Denver. Okay. That They hold um, certification schools all over the U.S. And you have to go. That's a two- or three-day instructor course and then you have to take a test and pass the test with i think like an 80 percent or something like that to become certified so uh completely none of our business but why did you let it go <laughs> why aren't you still certified what happened we're not a crossfit gym anymore i see we're not affiliated with crossfit uh, just i see super expensive and i think our hearts were more geared towards you know, sense of community, given given us that place of working out, um, and sometimes there's a there is a stigma with CrossFit, you know, out there. I don't know why. I mean, once somebody gets involved in it, it's an amazing community. But it just we just felt like we're not a, just a CrossFit gym. We're a we're an athletic co-op. You know, we have guys that come in that just power lift. We've got ladies that come in and just do uh, body weight functional fitness. We've got you know, you got your gym bros that are in there using the mirrors and curls for girls kind of thing. I mean, so we're, we're just not a CrossFit gym. And I think when we all sat down as a, as a group, we just didn't want to continue on that path. We just kind of that messaging and branding. Right. Right. I don't, cause I don't know much about it. I was actually talking with April about it though, on the way to town today. And I was, I thought, isn't there, isn't there like controversy sometimes around CrossFit? Like don't people sometimes attack it as far as being like too extreme or too hardcore or things like that. Is that what the controversy is about it? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, they've made it. They've made a sport out of fitness. Okay, is what CrossFit has done, and so then that's the thing that gets all the it gets all the attention. Would be like the CrossFit Games, all these competitions, and so these are athletes that spend four or five hours a day in the gym. They hire nutritionists. They hire cardio coaches. They mm-hmm. hire lifting coaches. They hire Olympic coaches. I mean, it's their life. It's their life. Yeah. It's yeah. like anything else. That's the one that gets all the, the limelight. But what people don't see is the everyday CrossFit gym in every major town in the United States and every small town. That is just this huge sense of community, you know, yeah. where not only do you end up going there to work out for an hour, hour and a half, but you end up helping each other solve problems, work through life. I mean, it's an amazing, amazing community. And I think when Lynn decided to sell the gym, we just, we all knew there was that need to have that in, in our community. Yeah. And so we, we all bit the bullet and had this common goal that we're going to keep it going. And we just, we just got rid of the CrossFit affiliation. And we also got rid of trainers. So mm-hmm. we, we have classes, but they're not like, they're a, a common agreement among the people who have been working out for a long time to come at the same time. So, like, there's a group that comes at 5.30. There's a group that comes at noon. And um, well, I feel- When you say it's a common agreement, that means it's not like, a, like, this is on the schedule as a class. This is an instructor. These are just people who come together at that time to work out together. Right. And so... Um, and I, I believe, like, unbeknownst to us at the time when we were like, we don't need trainers, we also wanted to de- 
develop the idea of just community and camaraderie and helping each other as equals versus having a trainer who yells at you when your form's not right and tells you how much weight you're supposed to put on your bars, that we all just work on it together and um, help hold each other accountable in doing our best when we're there. I like that. I like that because... I think I like that better as because I feel like you're going to be more accountable to your peers than you are to, you know what I'm saying, somebody mm. over that. So that's great. Yeah, no, I like that. I because uh, I know years ago, uh, my daughter she started to come work out, work out over there, and she was super nervous about going over there, and and uh, but she went over there, and she she hadn't she just come back just whooped, and but she was she just felt really good about it though. Very quickly, she made she felt very comfortable, um, and uh, she needed that. Like she she kind of needed that uh, togetherness okay. and all of that it was a good positive experience for her um but yeah she was just like wow they are they are intense they're into this uh but everybody's like super supportive of each other and it's not as uh intimidating um once i've gotten in there and whatever so i think at that time i i want to say i had a membership at the at that at the place uh with with lynn um, and because of my weird odd hours, I was coming in there in like the middle of the night before work there for a little bit. And then I don't know what happened. I did Life kickboxing happened. with Lynn when it was on Pike. Yeah. Yeah. I did kickboxing class with her when it was on Pike. It's fun to reflect on it. Cause that was a I don't, long time well, ago. Not only that, like, I hope that Lynn watches this for her to hear how she's re like re made a ripple effect on the community. And like you, like a lot of people have been in and out of the gym. Yeah. Like a lot of people are in and out of the gym. And um, you definitely have to put yourself out there and be vulnerable, like be willing to be vulnerable to go because you're definitely out of your comfort zone. But um, like we've shared the happiest moments together. We've cried together. Like we've screamed at each other. You get it all. And you get the rawest and the best and the worst of each person, which creates this relationship that like you've seen me be a shit show and we're still here together right and so there's just yeah there's you know that deep sense of community but you have to be willing first and so that's i think sometimes a lot of times it deters people and i know like with our noon group it's like we're we're labeled as an intense group and we're all like we're just there to do our best individually like i feel like there's a range of us and we are intense what we do, but we are all on different levels. And um, you just try, like yeah. go and try. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to keep up with anybody or do anything that that next person's doing. Like some days I'll go there and I'll keep up with the boys. And other days Cole will say, Crystal, what was your time? And I'll say, had a great time. <laughs> I was here. Because some days that's the best. <laughs> I showed up. I sweat. That's it. Yeah. And for me, it's, I like the competition aspect of it. I like, you know, working at my brother works out at the same time. And so there's always that brotherly competition and he's got his strengths. I've got my strengths, but it's just that 
I don't know. There's always that drive, like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna push just that much harder to get that one more rep, just so I can rub it in his face that I beat him, or I'm gonna I'm gonna put on another two and a half pounds just to say that I've I've lifted more than him, you know? Which is that that competition with my brother. <laughs> that's not yeah. you and your brother. That's you and Kelly, my husband. That too. <laughs> that too. The most because they're two big dudes, like <laughs> insane amounts of weight. Like, oh, I'll be over here in my corner doing yoga. <laughs> yeah, and so I met Crystal first, and then introduced her to my wife, and then. Um, her husband Kelly started coming about a year after you two two was it two years yeah two years after and then uh, that's when I met Kelly and I mean other than my I've got my best friend that lives in Alabama I got my brother and my sister and then probably Kelly I mean he's he's become that that next person in your life that's a, yeah. a tremendous tremendous friend and if it wasn't for the gym we I don't know if our paths would have ever crossed I mean we didn't really have a whole lot in common until the gym and then I mean, now we do, we go to concerts, we, um, camping. I mean, all of our kids hang out together all the time that, you know, the softball season together. I mean, so it's kind of interesting to see how life works when you're like, huh, just this common thing of, I'm going to try to make myself better, make my body better. And now here we are. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. How does somebody like, how does somebody become a member or join over there? Really, really simple show up well we do we do a lot of facebook stuff so a lot of people message us on facebook um they meet with one of the charter members or even for that matter a regular member we just set up a time and they go through the gym we kind of show them around and be like hey if there's a couple of days you want to come down and just work out come down it's not going to cost you anything just try it out for a couple of days and then uh they if they want to join they sign a few waivers that kind of thing um rules that kind of thing and then uh pay their membership and they get unlimited access to the gym there's a number on the door of the gym and then there's a number on my door for me and um and it is on 24-hour access so just because uh, there's classes question. it's uh you just get a code and you can go in any point in time and work out you don't have to work out during a certain um, certain hour or with a certain group or anybody there um yeah we try to make it as simple as possible and as personal as possible, like relationship-based. People don't care what you say or what you do. They care about how you make them feel. Very true. That is very true. That was profound. <laughs> well, we just had that conversation. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. We had that. That was like, oh, I know where she's going with this. Nice. Yeah, we had that talk because we were talking about, yeah. I was talking about uh, a coffee shop that I would go into, and, and I feel bad it's a nice coffee shop. I always... I always want to give unsolicited, you know, <laughs> advice or not like, who am I to give advice? But, um, so I realized that too, but I guess that's what keeps me from going and talking to somebody, but I just I would be, I want to go into this place and be like, Hey, like you guys got to have some music in here, uh, whatever it is, whatever you're trying to create your, your atmosphere or vibe, like have some music if it's going to be jamming or it's going to be chill coffee house music but this place is quiet every time i come in here uh everybody kind of is quiet that is working here and i know it's not everybody's personality to be like hey good morning but um like you you got these people got to provide an experience you know it's like right. it's how you come in here and how you feel like i feel kind of weird that it's so quiet and everybody's just i don't know how to explain it but it's almost an uncomfortable feeling for me. I don't know if it is for anybody else, but I'm like, oh, okay. It's like super, it's like a library. Like if this is a coffee shop in the morning. It, I feel like I gotta be quiet when I'm talking back to them. Uh, I don't know that anyway, that was my thing we were talking about 
how most most of the time it's uh when you're running a business it's it's not just the product that you that you are uh, providing but it's it's the experience and it's how you it's how you make your people feel it's how you make it's that's you're trying to have a positive emotional experience for people every single Mm -hmm. time they come to your place anyway so uh and that sounds like what you guys have there it's like hey we all it's a camaraderie yeah the the gym and the yoga studio just we really try we really want people if they have a little inkling to do something healthy for themselves to support that encourage that and um not well you know don't feel like a fish out of water will help you so how many so how does that work then with the yoga studio as far as um explain like how how does somebody start to come there and be a part of what you guys do there so the yoga studio and the gym are separate so if you're a member of the gym it doesn't mean that you get to come do yoga right that's a separate deal yeah that's a separate deal so at the yoga studio i do have classes that are um, I teach, or Lynn sometimes subs for me. It's Monday nights at 5.30 p.m. and Friday mornings at 5.30 a.m. But I'll put this disclaimer out there. In the summer, people are doing other things. The classes are so light, I just take a break. And I'm doing other things. My kids are busy, baseball, softball. So I will probably be um, stopping the regularly scheduled classes mm-hmm. here soon. And you just pop in. You don't have to. There's always room for everybody. Um, yeah. The more the merrier. And pay your 10 bucks and come do yoga. Oh, that's simple enough. Simple. That's simple. Easy peasy. That's simple. Yoga's not simple because I've tried yoga. Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> and it was about two and a half minutes in. I was like, ow. So exciting. An exciting thing happened two weeks ago. Cole put me on the board. Cole does all our programming. So he's like <laughs> the way we're our human behavior to watch us. We just do what's written on the board. We've all done it for so <laughs> long. We really don't like, deviate no, or mix no, things. No, do not mix it up. So he put it on the board that we would do yoga before workout. So the last two weeks um, on Thursdays before we work out, I have been teaching. Last week was eight minutes, and the week before was 15 minutes. And yeah. everybody was pleased. Really? Wow. It's not easy. It's I not. Can lift, it's... I can lift a shit ton of weight, but I can't freaking bend over and touch my toes. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's I'm what I was going to ask. You. Have you been doing yoga on a regular basis, or no. do you, have you just dabbled, no. dipped? Just dabbled. Just two. Oh, man. Wow. Two. It is tough. It is. And, you know, there's... It's like you, you're using your own body. You're not having to yeah. use other things. You use your own body against itself, well, against, with itself. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Very uncomfortable. Everybody makes it look all peaceful. And, and yeah. And there's some uh, music playing there's over there. There's some and, mental yeah. stuff going on. But it's, it's just, uh, here, I'm going to just do this. And, and hold it. And be uncomfortable <laughs> and see how long I can be uncomfortable. I tell people there's no wrong way to do yoga. The only wrong way to do yoga is to not do yoga. And people who teach yoga, like the people that you're referring to that you see, are meant to do yoga. They're, they have the bodies for yoga. <laughs> yeah, that. Like, I'm not meant to be a CrossFit trainer. I thought that maybe that's what I was meant to do when I had been in it for a couple years and some of the people around me were getting certified. I thought, well, maybe that's what my calling is. 
And then it just never aligned. And then finally one day it dawned on me, go become a yoga instructor. <laughs> and so I'm meant to do yoga. I am not meant to lift my body weight over my head. <laughs> No point in my life. It hurts. It's ugly. It's painful. Just like you're speaking of <laughs> yoga. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just kind of talked about it as a group one day. We're like, hey, let's let's put this in a little bit. And actually, I didn't really even ask Crystal. I just put it up on the board. I figured we would just, you know, do upward dog, down your dog, couple of warrior poses and get to working <laughs> out. But no, Crystal decided that she's, I'll instruct it. And oh. so now we're 12 minutes of... You know, it's, and the last, the last two Thursdays, I've enjoyed it, you know, as much as, and I mean, I banter with her about yoga all the time, but I totally see the necessity in it. Um, and it is, it is, it's, it's enjoyable. Dude, I say go full bore, throw some system of a down on. Okay. We do play hard music when we're doing yoga. I'm not playing the... I like, I like that kind of music though. I'm not like all, like humming and drumming all the time i'm like play the system of down let's do it system of the down i like it you hear crystal talking about breathe in breathe out as we, you know touching the ground and then you've got ashes to new playing in the back i'm like i can do this yeah. i can do this you know so yeah ah to me i don't know i think the, the yoga would be almost more intimidating than going and joining the, the gym next door but well, uh that's a that's a beauty of like people and in their friendships like you ask yourself what do you want in a relationship and i i think about this especially as i'm getting older and just being more intentional about who i share my energy with and i want people around me who are going to inspire me but not just in things i like i want them to push me out of my comfort zone and inspire me to do things that i wouldn't do like one day Cole was talking about cold plunging. So I went and filled my bathtub up and did a cold plunge, which I had done before, but I'm like, I can do this at home. He's doing it. He was, you do, you do your, a different thing. But I was like, I can do that at home or like, you know, at the gym or, or that is some hard inspiration because I just that cold water. I'm scared of it right now. It's I'll the, tell you. So fantastic. It's the greatest thing. I cold plunge now has changed my life. It's fantastic. So, Full disclosure, we now have two sessions of cryotherapy under our belts. I love so, it. So since we've talked, we, yeah, we mm-hmm. have gone and, uh, and actually, yeah. I thought I would hate it, and I love it. But uh, to me, that is way less scary than doing cold water, you know. Like yeah. cold water for some reason, like, I don't know why. I walked but, into a negative 160 with just a towel wrapped around me. I had some slippers, you know, the extremities two fans going and I was in there for two minutes and 45 seconds and I could get down and I could touch my palms to the bottom of the floor yeah stand straight up I thought I would hate being cold like that and I did not Hmm. so so you want to hear a little science with it yeah 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 of course so um it really resets your nervous system and um helps you helps as as much as it sounds like it would make you just a nervous wreck <laughs> yes if you can get through the initial um it really resets your nervous system and will 
put you back into a state of homeostasis? Because I'm sure after you did the cryotherapy, you noticed a serotonin drop, a dopamine drop. Like all your feel-good hormones just like, oh, I'm so relaxed. Yeah, oh yeah, you totally feel that. You feel energized. I felt just good and awake and alert and... Yeah. No. And yeah. I didn't hurt as bad for yeah. a while. Right. And there's a component there, and I'm not going to go deep into this, into your vagus nerve. So it's not just like, I mean, it's scientific. It's real. It's good for your nervous system. It reestablishes your baseline. Because our nervous system in our culture ping pongs between hyper aroused, like Tigger mode, to hypo aroused, Eeyore mode. And very, some we have to be intentional about being in that window of tolerance which is where our poo bear sits our poo that's just like oh yeah <laughs> um and so we have to be intentional about that and our body holds a lot of what our nervous system and the energy of our nervous system through our day-to-day is looking like just like you said 20 minutes in the sun that's going to establish your nervous system baseline for the day and your nervous system really is so vital to how you function. Oh yeah, mine's totally out of whack. <laughs> I yeah. gotta get it way in, yeah. Well, I, I, I can help you, girl. I know lots of things. <laughs> There's a lot of things about us that is out of whack and has been for a long time. Um, how often do you cold plunge then? Every day. Oh man. First thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. So not only for me is it a reset, okay? Um, because I work night shift and so my serotonin my dopamine all of that is completely messed up because i'm doing the exact opposite of what the human body is meant to do okay i'm up so i mean you guys are the same way with while you're changing but for the last however many years you've been the same way but so when i'm supposed to be sleeping i'm awake when my mind is supposed to be shut off it's going 100 miles an hour Um, and then on top of that i'm going from extreme highs to extreme lows multiple times in a shift so my body's completely completely fucked for lack of a better word no yeah totally and so trying it. to do these things that kind of bring me back to that homeostasis and once i started reading and and of course it's a, Ro- a joe rogan episode that i even heard about cold plunging so i started looking into it and i'm like i'm gonna try it and so it's the and the first week was miserable i could barely do a minute um and it was just painful and are you like full-on ice in there so everything? it's either ice in the cold plunge or it's the showers like at 30 degrees I mean, it's as cold as it can get. Um, but the first week, it was a minute, and it was painful. But then after that first week, I was like, I just beat something first thing in the morning every day. I conquered it. I mean, that was a change in a mindset right there that I something I came up across adversity, and I beat it within 20 minutes of waking up, starting and, my day that way. And you started with showers, and I think yeah. showers are way harder. Yeah. Like you go sit in a bathtub, just put yourself in there and you don't move. And then it, it feels, but he, like when you move around in the shower, it's like pins and needles, pins and needles right. for a little bit. Yeah. Because your body creates this, this real thin film around you that heats that water. And if you don't move that water right next to your skin will be warmer than the rest of the water around you. Whereas that shower, you never get that. Yeah. So that's, I started doing the shower and. Um, now I can do in the shower, I can do up to five minutes wow. of that water and I'll just do a minute in the front, minute in the back, minute in the side, minute in the side, and then I'll do 30 seconds on each and get out. But I can do up to five minutes. The plunge about three and a half, but I try to move around. So I'm not getting that water. So do you have an ice me. plunge at your house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tanks, stock tank. I go cheap. I think people have done freezers. Yeah. The, like the, you know, chest freezers. A lot of people the- do Yeti coolers. 
Wow. What? They get the big Who yeti. Fits the yeti? <laughs> this ass ain't fitting in the no. yeti. These hips ain't made I've for seen that. It. I've seen it. They use the big yeti coolers and crawl in those. But oh my gosh, um, it's a great and it's an enjoyable feel. I mean, I enjoy it now. You know, and now the new the new tanks. Um, I think Joe Rogan, Cam Haynes just got these brand new tanks that are actually the water's moving the entire time, so it Oof. never gets a chance to get warm at all from your body heat. It's got some circulation. But I, I say give it a shot. I mean, even if it's thirty seconds in the morning under the shower, wake up, get it, turn that water on. Don't get on your phone. Don't do anything. Just thirty My seconds. Get on that. there and see what it does for a week taking his cold yeah. showers every day he was on a kick good for him yeah taking good. cold showers every day good <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it just you know that dopamine dump mm-hmm. after that first thing in the morning i mean it's just your whole outlook on the day seems different you're like stuff that used to piss me off just little things because i'm cranky and tired when i wake up and trying to get going after working all night and like i mean now for the last month month and a half which is like yeah no big deal Mm. So I know I'm I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Yeah. I've been kind of uh yeah. The cold water thing, I don't know why, but the cryo was I don't know why that was just it's just not as bad. But I mean it's cold. Oh you're, it's cold. I mean yeah. you're, it's cold, but, but um it's, I love it. I think that yeah, the cold water things it's like easier for me to do than the heat, which I've always been like I wanna do sauna and that, but I have found that I want that over the sauna. So I hot cold hot. So I'll sit in my hot tub, go sit in a cold, the cold bathtub, go sit back in the hot tub. And you can do it more than once. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Yeah. I honestly do it just when my nervous system is so hijacked by adrenaline and, and the ickies mm. that I need a complete reset. Otherwise, I don't, I don't really have a practice of it. Hmm. Well... I keep telling April, let's take some ice home and <laughs> fill up the tub. Let's do it. Try in the sauna. Just go get in the river right now. That's what yeah. I told it. I was I'm like, but there's no that. places that would be like good and deep enough where you could just, just get sit in. And <laughs> you just get in and sit down. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Go over to Holmgren's. There's a nice little bank. <laughs> you know, I grew up going to Lake Mead and and uh, down in Southern Nevada, and Lake Mead was like, you know, the top foot of that water was like 80 some degrees we looked up the average temperature the other day of lake mead i was telling april about this i'm like i did not grow up in cold water like yeah i grew up i grew up up in very very warm water and uh like going up moving up here like watching the kids jump into some icy lake or some icy cold river like that's not my thing I just, I'm like, I need that water at like 82, you know? <laughs> well, it is such a mindset thing, and you definitely have to yeah. be mentally ready. I've, I know I started because I went to Yellowstone Hot Springs, and they have a cold pool, but it's like 62, 63 degrees, and I've sat in there 15 minutes, and it is so amazing how your mind can trick you, trick you into thinking your body is unsafe. Like, nothing about this is unsafe. If you are going to die, stand up and get out. <laughs> Like, but your mind wants to tell you, like, especially when you get that, you know, that startle in your nervous system, your mind wants to say, this is unsafe. How often do we actually do that on a subconscious level? Because we're uncomfortable, actually. We're not unsafe. We're uncomfortable. And those are two very different things. Yeah, very true. I don't know. I I was listening to uh, David Goggins book. Have you heard, have you listened to his book? Not not yet, no. Uh, He, uh, because he's through pushing himself through ultra marathons and everything else he's done in life he's like when you when you come up against that wall and you think that you can't take anymore that your body can actually you have another 60 percent 
Mm. You're not even halfway. Really? And he, it's, it's, uh, I mean, he goes on and explains, I mean, he's running on broken legs and doing marathons and, and just all the, of the things that he's been through. But, uh, he's saying that, that over time he's figured this out that when his body or when his mind is telling him he's done, um, no, he has another 60%. And he's run many, many, many of those ultra marathons now. Yeah. And, and he's with Cam Haynes doing those types of things and all the things that they do. And they've learned how to just control their mind and push themselves past where they thought limitations were and uh, to just go much farther. And, uh, and you're right, because they, they talk about this, that once you figure out, like, you're in control of your mind, it, it, you're in control of everything about your day, if you can... You know, you can push past something very difficult first thing in the morning. What is it later on that right. is going to even compare with that so you can overcome all kinds of things? It is inspiring stuff. I mean, I I got to do the cold water thing. I know just because now I'm a wuss and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I've thrown it out there that I don't like this. So now I, I feel like I have to just do it. We actually have a we actually have a freezer. I'm, we're, I just need to move it. It's heavy. But we have a freezer down in the basement and it's actually a branded freezer like uh it's a big blue bunny freezer and it has like the the rounded glass uh lid <laughs> so oh you think yeah. about plugging that yeah in and using it, that. it hasn't worked for years <laughs> <laughs> throwing some water yeah in but there we were and... thinking about just like sliding that lid open and yeah. putting some big old ice blocks in there and uh i think because of the motor or something it has kind of a natural seat in it so the where the motor is in there to run the freezer mm-hmm. so the bottom isn't completely flat it goes and it has a little step up and so it creates this little seat. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to, at some point, we've been talking about moving the blue bunny freezer someplace oh, yeah. uh, better than in the laundry room. <laughs> yeah. And uh, making that our cold plunge. We do have a sauna. And uh, I sat in that this morning right before we came down here. I've been really trying to do longer amounts of time in there. And I do find I just feel better coming out of that sauna. Mm-hmm. But to be able to go back and forth with the cold and the hot... Um, yeah, I want to try that out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, and us changing our schedule. This the nighttime schedule has been terrible. I mean, it, it's over the years. It's had a lot of negative effects for me personally. You know, hormones, my hormones regulate just a lot of things. I think is really. Done do that. you now? Do you choose to do nights? I mean, yes you, and no. I mean, at this point in my career, yeah. I'm so used to it now and it's been the biggest reason why is because we opted to put our children in daycare as the least amount as possible. Well, the only way to do that was for Shasta, my wife, to work during the day and be home at night and then vice versa. You know, I'm at home during the day and then I work at night. And so we don't have to put, we didn't have to have daycare raise our kids. Yeah. Um, And so that was, that was probably the biggest reason why I stayed on nights, but originally it was out of necessity we didn't have enough people working at the sheriff's office to be able to kind of rotate through schedules so i stayed on nights and i mean i've been i think i've worked day shift a total of a year and a half out of the 15 wow oh and so i've been on nights and it's not a full night i mean luckily i i'm off at three in the morning so i'm still going to sleep when it's dark i'm waking up when it's light so i mean at least i've got that a little bit of circadian rhythm rhythm, a little bit um but you know still it's takes a toll on you but yeah it's it, out now it's now it's a choice yeah you know and mm-hmm. i probably continue to for at least the next five years i think i'm i still enjoy the night i, I still enjoy that schedule 
you know, yeah. having my day to do things, go to work at night. And then luckily for me, most nights I can shut it off right away and I'm asleep by four in the morning. So how much sleep are you then getting through the day? Not enough. Not enough. At no. all. I'm up right. at, I'm up between eight thirty and nine. So I get five and a half, six hours and then I'm up until I go to bed that next day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you get up and then you do the cold plunge right when you get up. Yep. Right when I wake up. Oof. It's that mindset. And if, cause if I don't, I'll put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off. And then by and it's four thirty, and I got to get ready for work. I'm like, shit, I didn't cold plunge. And then I won't do it. Yeah. So you always do the hardest thing first thing in the morning. Yeah. When you get up, do the hardest thing. Yeah. That's what they say. And that's what they say. Like making your bed, like having your kids make your bed. Like, you know, the kids are like, well, why we just sleep in it and make it messy. But it's like, you're accomplishing a task first thing in the morning. I make my bed every yeah. single morning. Yeah. So you have you're accomplishing something right off the bat in the morning before oh. you start your day. And so it's kind of a every a single mindset. morning. She <laughs> says morning, but it's like Night. eleven PM. It's eleven thirty. <laughs> I make my bed sometime during yeah. that day. We're leaving my, the house, when I get yeah. up. At I make 1130, my bed. <laughs> calling that I make it every morning. Right. It's eleven thirty at night. Right. And I'm not I'm not that guy. I don't make my bed every every day. I do I'll throw the every covers. day. <laughs> yep. i every day I make it. Yeah. Very rarely is there a day that I don't. Hmm. Yeah, I do too. She's looking at me. All of a sudden, she makes that statement and looks over at me. And I'm like, hey, yeah, I, I got your back on this. Yeah, yeah, I see it. You make the bed, so why? I don't have to. Yeah. I'll, I'll get in there, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I got to help. I can't just stand here while you're making the bed. So I get in there, and I try to help. But Right. I don't make the bed every morning or when I get out of bed, but I'll throw the covers back up so it looks we have a somewhat made huge duvet and like wrestling this duvet and this is like a body i'm not even kidding <laughs> i'm like and i like to take it out because you hear about like norwegian and uh they always take out their bedding and air it out that's a huge thing about having a good sleep health is they take out all their bedding even when it's cold out and air that out so i'm like sitting here trying to haul this thing outside and <laughs> drape it yeah <laughs> to yeah. air it out to get fresh air i'm all about fresh air <laughs> Yeah. Very true. Well, that's cool. I uh, I I I'm going to think about that about the gym and I might follow up with you guys on that and um about having a place to go and like that's the mind frame like I go there and work out and I got to get on a more I've done it off and on at times. Yeah. But I've never been able to just stick with it like you're saying, man, you've been doing it for years. I'm like, "Uh, I'm envious of that um consistency." And I want that kind of consistency. And I have a lot of, I don't know. It seems like our schedule has made so many things so inconsistent or it's been hard to be consistent to about To be things. consistent with it, yeah. Um, so now I'm just looking for like anything that'll give me consistency about uh, a schedule or, or different things. So I'm looking forward to that. I know my dad has been like this winter. They go down to uh, Southern Nevada for the winters and he's got working out down there they just got back like a week ago yeah and he was telling me he's like ah, i gotta find a place to work out and all this stuff so anyway that's why i was like asking like yeah how do you how does that all work because i think uh i think he would enjoy that coming down there having that reason to come down he's turning 82 this year and uh yeah so it's only 35 bucks for him once you get over 65 it's cheap yeah the gym. yeah 35 yeah. bucks and you can work out as much as you want Wow. Yeah, we'll have to uh, but, And that's that. another reason that the gym was so important. For me, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I'm paying my money to belong to something, and I want to make sure I'm getting the most out of the money that I'm forking out, and so I 
go to this place every day to work out. Whereas where if I tried to work out at home, I wouldn't do it. So having investing every month into this building, into this equipment, into my health and having to go somewhere to do it has, I think been a big part of that consistency. Because if, like I said, if it was at home, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know, COVID was miserable. Oh, miserable. I hated, like we were to the point to where we were like, we had a checkout list at the gym and people could come in and check out equipment and go work out at home. And that lasted for about two weeks. And then we're like, we're all going up to the football field. Let's meet at noon and work out. Or let's go meet at four o'clock and bring the equipment and work out. Cause I, I can't do this at home. Yeah. You know, so. Not only that is like, it's a sense of belonging. Like we already talked about community camaraderie. I know that if I didn't have it in my planner and I was going to see my friends that I wouldn't commit either. I wouldn't be with it as long as I have been because I was a distance distance runner before this and then I would work out at home and I worked out by myself at a gym. But um, having the relationships, I want to see my friends and it's nice to take a break at noon. I feel better the rest of my day. I move my energy. I, I, I'm getting that dip about noon, and it's a great way to spend your. It's a great way for me to spend my lunch break. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love to do it with my husband. That's another piece. Like my husband and I do it to work out together, and that has been seeing each other in the middle of the day has been awesome. And having that that we're both very athletic, very physical people, and. Sometimes. To be on the same page about that is that's good, yeah. Yeah, and and we I know we both appreciate that time. Yeah, it's a good time. Come down, hang out. Hang out. Yeah, I'll probably have to uh, have to do that now. I'm trying to get some normalcy in my schedule. I uh, I got my tennis racket restrung. I play some tennis and I have a ball machine and I'm trying to get uh, down there more often now. Uh, yeah. The thing about us doing the schedule that we have been doing, it has been, uh, people always look at it and they don't realize that, oh, okay, like, that's a long day. People are, all the time, they're like, hey, do you just, what do you do? You go to work at like five in the morning? And I'm like, no, 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 no that's when we open. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, so you get, you know, you get in there like three or something. Like, no, that's when we start rolling burritos, but I have to cook 300 pounds of food before that. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, yeah. uh, they don't really realize that. So it's a, it's a 12-hour day. And just the weirdness of the schedule. Um, gosh, I feel like it lately it just seems like it's taking a toll on the weekends. It's harder to recover. Uh, Saturdays were just kind of zombies. And anyway, I feel like it's, I'm kind of like, what has been my, what's a cop out that I've created for myself? And what is uh, a real challenge here? You right. know? Mm-hmm. So trying to identify that. And um, anyway, so we're excited about going over to this new schedule. Um, a little nervous at the same time, but I'm really, that's a thing for us is like trying to be healthier about, uh, sleep, about, uh, some working out, some regular activities, uh, being able to network with people and meet people that we don't really get to do as much because we have such a janky schedule. We're looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot about that, that, uh, uh, we're trying to kind of tackle and, uh, change some things because, I don't know. It is. It does take a toll. So it's interesting you've been doing, be able to do nights for so long, though, and you haven't, you're not like, um, I mean, I think that's great. I think what's probably helping you do that 
consistency and the long nights um, and that schedule has got to be the working out and that other things that bring balance and, and oh, yeah. bring yeah. Uh, the healthy part to your life. So that's interesting. I don't, maybe that was been my problem. I should have been working yeah. out and doing cold plunges and we could have kept doing breakfast burritos. Maybe. Yes, but I mean, I'd like to challenge you a little bit on that. Just because you pick something up once doesn't mean you have to hold it forever. And it doesn't mean that it was ever a loss. Just yeah. like like how we kind of started this conversation about Lynn starting the gym, she picked it up and then decided like she fulfilled where she needed to be and she she passed the baton. Yeah. And as long as we approach things from the understanding that we're constantly learning that nothing's lost. Yeah. And you're and everybody, I don't care what you're doing, is has the availability to evolve and grow over a lifetime and you're evolving and growing. Maybe you'll go back to it, maybe you won't. Maybe somebody will come sometime and be like, hey, I loved that so much. I was wondering if I could, like, could we talk about buying, making a business deal? You you did great for the time that your heart was in it. And now it's not, and you get to move, and that's okay. Yeah, that's true. We are trying to look at it like, okay, this isn't just an ending. This is a new chapter, right. or this is, um, we've learned a lot about some things. And there's some things that we, yeah, we could. We could go back to that. It's uh, uh, So we are trying to look at it like that of, of like, okay, what have we learned from that? And now, um, cause what are our other goals and how can we, with this next chapter continue? We're still, we still have the same goals. We still have the same end goals. Um, but we're just kind of changing about how we're going to go there and, and achieve that. Um, and along the way, we're just trying to, like I say, trying to make some changes to where we feel healthier mentally, physically, all of these things along the way. Cause what we have been doing has kind of hasn't been hasn't been the most healthiest way of doing it that we've been doing it so and it has it's been causing some challenges so and i firmly believe you have to protect your peace you have to protect your energy because nobody's going to do it for you yeah very true very true um you do you have to take care of yourself and uh and other people, they're, they're usually, we, everybody's been really understanding for us about this change for us um, and been really good to us. It was kind of a little scary to approach people on it when, uh, you know, people build routines around what you're doing right. Right. and then to change that up and be like, hey, we, we, we encouraged you to uh, do this routine with us early in the morning and everything else. And now we're doing something different. But everybody has been really super understanding. I've had we've had so many people come to us and be like, "Hey, I did nights for like six years, or I did nights for this long, and yeah, I get it. Like, like it was killing me." Yeah, they're like, it was like literally, <laughs> I was there. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it's I think it's an exciting opportunity. I mean, for me, I'm super excited because I'm still usually asleep and I don't get a burrito. <laughs> like I, I wanted. A chicken fried steak burrito so bad this week and i'm like i'm gonna wake up and go get one at nine o'clock and then when i woke up and i got going with my date i'm like crap it's 11 son of a bitch i missed my burrito <laughs> and now i'm not gonna get one for a long time so ah. but i'm excited for for your guys's next chapter and for for going back to the lunch thing because I, I remember that's where you started yeah i remember when you first opened big fat yeah. it was lunches and i remember yeah. you came down and did Stillwater tactical competition you were our yeah. main food vendor for that and that was that was over 10 years ago now no it was no because I, I was there one year june the this very june first will one. be eight years for us so it was about like yeah i think it was our our first year it was it was yeah. eight years ago you yeah. had the small trailer too 
It was wait, no, it was no. this trailer. Was no, it this it trailer? It was one, this yeah. trailer. Oh. I have photos of that event out okay. there. I thought it like, was ten years. So you know, so eight years. It's ago. like eight years. We're coming eight up years. on eight years. Uh, okay. Yeah, that we did that because it was yeah. the same trailer, and that trailer is a beast to haul, and I we hauled it out there, and it was a great event. Like it was an eye-opening event. We went yeah. and did that, and I I was like, I don't even know this existed, and we're out in this beautiful country, and there's all these guys with all this tactical equipment, and. Uh, doing shoot this big shooting competition and we were their food and i think that was like when i first started yeah first started it was like one of the like a little bit after i first started yeah. working yeah because you were out there with Milo. us yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's kind of come full circle and now you're, <laughs> back, now you're back to the lunches you know i'm, I'm super excited for i'm guys. excited it was i don't i had to step out i had to use the restroom do not go on a car trip with me because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like seriously it's every five minutes but um so I don't know what I miss, but I'm super excited about the lunches and being able to throw some more creative creativity spins on some things. And we've really brainstormed some fun things. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's a little scary, too, though, because oh, yeah. we've um, we're doing a system. You know, we got so used to being like, hey, we just this is our deal. We make all of these and you come here and it's very fast and mm. we nobody waits. You don't and... have to wait. And uh, anyway. Uh, to do, to go back to lunch now and have people putting in an order and now we got to pay attention to all those special orders right. and we have to, you know, get it out and we, we want to put out the best food we can, but we also want to have a real good sense of urgency about it. We don't want people held up. Um, anyway, so there's things to balance, but there are realities about that. So, um, there's some challenges to that, but we're trying to do what we can to, uh, make our system as efficient as possible so that people, aren't like well don't go over there because it's a 40 minute wait you know right. or whatever and that's going to happen it's, and that's a friday thing that used to always happen to i mean that's going to happen i mean that happens at any restaurant you go to or anywhere you go you can wait long periods but we've just not been used to that but our mentality is is that we got and people. everybody else that knows that comes they're like if they if like literally it's coming off the grill 30 seconds they'll be like I can't. And I'm they out. walk away and they go. They'll walk away. And I'm I'll, like, I'll be like, hey, I ha she's just rolling <laughs> one right now. Uh, it'll be done. And, you know, that'll be ready to go in another 30 seconds. They won't even say We've anything. Created They'll like walk a away. Monster. <laughs> They'll just walk off. I've yeah. had people just walk off and be yeah. like, like so like, we've created this sense of like nobody has to wait around, instant <laughs> gratification. Here you go. And so that's kind of been our bad. So now we have to like switch our mentality and be like, it's okay. They know they're going to have to wait. And but then on the flip side, we do it. have a lot of people too though that walk up. Like lately, it's gotten crazy, and especially in that nine o'clock hour. And um, but they're waiting some, forty minutes. Yeah, they're burrito. waiting forty minutes, and they're coming up to the window. And we're like, hey, I'm sorry, it's going to be this long. We got, we've been slammed. We haven't been able to keep up. And people, yeah. there's other people like, that are really good about it. Okay, um, I'll come back. But yeah, but we have, we have gotten used to uh, being able to just boom have it ready, and um, so. I was talking to April about it the other day. We're gonna have to just just pep, slow down talk and ourselves if, if, in pep the talk, if we have to pep talk every single day and just be like, "Hey, we're okay. <laughs> it's just three of us. 
we do what we can we have a sense of urgency and we're just not going to compromise we're not going to put sloppy food together and it's okay and if people can't wait then they can't wait but that's not our problem because like you said there's such stresses and in any job you know it's all relative right. of what those stresses are but you know being that yeah, it's like a our high stresses are like nothing compared to like you you're dealing with totally completely opposite ends of it but like so it makes ours seem like really what are you yeah, stressing you have about? like real life and death stresses <laughs> yeah ours is like we're like oh, we made up this. stresses that we put on ourselves yeah. <laughs> no not at all but it is so high that's why right. i'm saying so up and down like yeah. that's why your emotions and your mental like you're like i don't even know where i am supposed to be normal because i'm up and down everywhere yeah and that right there what you said takes it back to why i wanted to talk to you guys about you know how does this gym and how does this yoga studio work and what's all really going on over there because i feel like part of that is having that in your life helps you deal with that up and down a lot better and that's what we're we're trying to get to where we're not so emotionally up and down and physically up and down and yeah where we're more even yeah more normalcy <laughs> it does you know and there'll be times where we'll be over there and and like and crystal knows this and my wife knows this i don't talk about me and my feelings at all it just i don't know it's not a man thing it's just a me thing i'm I don't care. I mean, I can do with this shit on my own, right? Right. But there'll be times where I'll come in and I'm just, I'm struggling. You know, whatever it is, I'm struggling and I won't say anything to anybody, but somebody, will, the gym will come up and be like, hey, dude, you doing good? And then you can just tell when you're lifting weights and when you're doing this workout that something's just not jiving and somebody will come up and usually it's Crystal and she'll be like, hey, what's going on, man? I'm like, nothing. Bullshit. <laughs> you tell me what's going on right now. I'm like, okay, well, here it is. And then we're spending 20 minutes solving my life problem and then oh crap we got to work out you know so i mean it's just not the gym it's that community it's that friendship it's that you know there's not a problem that we can't deal with together in this group you know we're all top we're all, right now it's baseball and softball because all of our kids are you know mm -hmm. most of us are coaching yeah. on top of it we all got kids in there so half of the conversations now are dealing with baseball and softball and the problems that are coming with that and so it's, it's such a fun dynamic all the time in there but like there are for me for a guy that doesn't talk about his feelings and and you know that emotional side of thing to have somebody that can just recognize it just by the way you're working out that you've been in this group that long that you can somebody can figure that out it's just kind of cool kind of a cool place and it's a i don't want to say safe place but it's it is it's that safe place where yeah. you know there's no judgment there's no preconceived notions of anybody uh, and it's just it's almost like having a, a a daily um like a workplace routine or a group of people that you go to work with but there aren't that expectations of the workplace yeah totally of, yes. you know we're not here yeah. going to yeah. work i mean we're all here working but we're not yeah it's, but there is because you see what I'm getting at there. Yeah, that was lame, but and you go throughout your day too because with all of us, of all the areas of being a parent, being a friend, being in work, that we all have to like make it seem like we're okay. We got all of this. We're handled and not show any of that. Like I'm not okay right here. Right. So yeah, and I think about the times like my hardest times in my life, that was already set. Like we are having a lot of conversation about habit. Like what we do consistently, what, how we create it, whether we choose to do that intentionally or unintentionally. And bad things happen. You can't avoid it. And it's about what you have set up for yourself in those times that you're going to lead yourself through the hard. And so if you're already doing things for yourself that is going to support you 
like during your hardest experiences in life, you're gonna get out a lot quicker and cleaner, a lot less scathed. So it's not, it's not about going and doing it in the bad. It's about going and doing it in the good for the bad. Yeah. Yep. That's very true. I have cried. I have puked because my emotions were in my stomach. You know, not because of the workout. I have, <laughs> I have bawled through workouts. But knowing that's exactly where I needed to be. And there's no way in hell I would have been there if I hadn't already been doing it. Yeah, to have that built into you that this is what I do. Yeah, I mean, there's sometimes... Just to have that outlet and to have that, where release that energy somewhere to go so you do get out of it. Right, and like even, <laughs> I'm talking about like my husband and I working out together and like Cole and I are good for this with each other, like letting your anger out appropriately, like just Thursday, I'm like, don't piss me off. You know, it's like, he's like, okay, you know, like, let's go do the yoga world. Right. Like, and, and like my husband and I might be in a riff and it's, and we'll yell at each other and then work out. And by the end, it's all done. Yeah. It's all said and done. And <clears throat> just a really appropriate outlet instead of harboring that and, and utilize, you know, using that in a different direction where it's like, that's not healthy. No. And that's funny that same way, like on Thursday, my wife went to the gym with me and she did her thing. I did my thing. But prior to that, we had had an argument on the way to the gym about something. And I'm like, don't even talk to me. I'm just going to go work out. And I want to do it. I don't even want to look at you when I'm at the gym. And she's like, well, you know, we just had this argument. And by the end of the her workout, by the end of my workout, was, everything was fine. Yeah. You know? And we were just like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I had some anger. I had to get it out. I'm good to go. You know? What yeah. were we talking about before we got yelling at each other before the gym, you know, so. How important was it really? Right, right, you know, so. Wow. Well, we work together. We have to be. Yeah. <laughs> we don't work out together, but in a way it's like a workout. We work together. That's yeah. A, that's a big deal. Yeah. Getting up at 10, yeah. 10.30 at night, working together, up when I'm two hours of sleep and living uh, together working together yeah and then we'll be uh, less than a foot away from each other while she is uh cooking 40 pounds of of eggs and i'm pressing potatoes through a potato cutter uh yeah and then <laughs> and then anymore it's live streamed on tiktok yeah, so it's like yeah. not yeah. just you two in these close proximities for 24 hours a day now you've got the, the tiktok got audience the whole world on yep. us so yep. yeah, yeah you could see a little maybe we need yeah. an outlet there may be a few of those where I show up like at two in the morning and we have these deep conversations about like they're cooking sausage and rolling yeah. burritos. Oh, like, yep. what's the meaning of yeah. life? Yeah. <laughs> what are we all doing here? Right now, I feel bad. I we in this transition from nights to days, like uh, we've noticed too. It's like been hard to to do that to do the do your job, but also do those live streams and stay up and be that yeah. be that uh, positive. Uh, message or experience that we are trying to provide early in the morning for people. It's really hard. We you're weren't tired. feeling positive and <laughs> you know, and that's really hard to fake positivity when you're not feeling it. And so, right. I mean, you can do only so much, you know, but it does come off like mm, they're not feeling it, you know, there's yeah. something wrong. Yeah. And there's, we've only missed a few couple live streams where we just didn't turn it on because we yeah. just couldn't like, just couldn't turn it on, you know, but, yeah. um, but we've, but out of all of that and every, yeah, to miss only like a couple, I think we've, we've done, <laughs> we've done really well. 
<laughs> really, really well. <laughs> so are you going to continue that with the lunches? We are. Yes. Are you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, uh, and honestly, we have people that have been watching us make burritos over and over and over. And we have some people that are like, I mean, we have a lot of people that are just every single morning. They're invested us. in us. Like. And it's it's been, I don't know what their schedule is i don't I'm either because like, i'm like i'm exhausted when are you guys sleeping because I'm and they're like, on a live stream with us like if we go for eight hours they're, they're there for eight hours they're there for eight hours or they'll be like hey i had to drop my kid off at school what i miss and they're back you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh or we have one he is from somewhere in the midwest and he's an electrician but also the super techie guy yeah and he gets on uh adrian is his name and he gets on and he watches and he'll get off and go to work for you know go and mm. does his work but yeah and he's one of our subscribers so he subscribes to us yeah he's uh yeah but all these different lives and these different places so where these people are my coming point from. was was even i think it was adrian he's like hey i love watching your uh i, I love watching you guys make breakfast burritos every day but in, he's like secretly I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what else you guys can do. do yeah and so um, that we are we we're gonna do our uh, we'll do live streams I'm gonna set, try to set the cameras up a little bit differently because they've been just on the line of making burritos and uh, I'm gonna try to set it up to where there's a camera on the grill and then there's one over there we'll run a split screen and um, so you can watch us making stuff, but you can see what's going on at the grill. That might be interesting for people. But uh, and then I think we're also trying to figure out how we can do a, a live stream for just our. We have some TikTok subscribers, and you can do a subscriber only live, so they're the only ones in there. You don't have to deal with um, any weirdos or people that are just throwing out negativity. And we'd usually do and, those from home, so we'd like cook meals at home. It would just be us for our subscribers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're trying. But to, we are uh, thinking about plugging them in uh, while we're prepping. They can we can uh, talk to them while we're prepping, while we're getting some stuff ready. We'll do a daily live stream then, but then we'll go live um, at eleven o'clock through lunch. And I'm trying to. I would like. I, I actually have these little LED digital signs. I just lost one because it got wet or something. But uh, I was gonna have a. I want to set another one up out there so that people when they're there after they've ordered if they're hanging out they can hey boom scan this qr code and it'll take you right to our live stream or you know and you can watch what's going on in the kitchen yeah. see that's something that that could be fun you know you're sitting there waiting for your food and you got to wait that 20 minutes anyway or 10 minutes or yeah. five minutes yeah. even but you know i can hit this qr code and kind of see what's going on behind the somebody scenes somebody making and, my sandwich yeah. yeah and like i might be able to visit with the people that are actually cooking my food making and, and comments not, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and, and kind of cool yeah i think so too and that way when um we're actually get, we're actually installing uh, multiple printers now so there'll be printers so when an order goes in there's printers going off in the middle of the trailer and at my end of the trailer so we'll have our own our own uh, tickets that we can be going off of so when, uh, anyway but then when we have the names put in on the tickets also we can people are going to be watching i mean mm -hmm. they're going to hear us saying john's ticket is done you know john you know whatever like right. it's heading toward the window they could actually be moving toward the window because they watched it be prepared we're mentioning what tickets anyway so there's all kinds of possibilities with that so we're mainstreaming a lot of things and setting things up a lot differently are you going to do the three days a week still or are you going to yes to start yes. with yep. Yep. yeah yeah yep. yep wednesday thursday friday and then uh i mean and that may evolve we're not quite sure um 
you know, we use it, it, the world's gotten a little weird, and and <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we always just go back to. I know I always say a that. Weird. But <laughs> it's gotten like a little our... weird. So now there's kind of like we have found there's like a balance. It, one of the interesting things about what we do is we're you know, this is the only thing we have. This isn't uh, we don't have like oh a little side thing or a hobby thing. Um, so we have to do it as as well and efficient as possible. We don't have a lot of people that work for us, so uh, it's finding a balance of like. I wish we could be open seven days a week. I wish we could do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But mm -hmm. I, the realities are we don't have the people for that. And the labor situation has gotten weird all over the place anyway. And people aren't There's gonna... challenges just being in this little town. But yeah. all over the place, every industry is having problems with labor. So we've just decided, okay, we're going to do what we can do. And then how do we balance also like, um, like, uh, burnout how many out because how many hours because we do a lot of other things also people only see what we do in the kitchen but we're also trying to we have a sauce uh, side of the business that we're trying to mm -hmm. get that going and content and all the other stuff and all the other work we do so it's kind of like okay there's a balance of if we're open more days how many times are people in this small community going to eat with us it's like they're going to eat with us you know once you're going to have some we have some that either every day but majority okay. of people but eat once a week. Once a week. So we try to be open. There's a balance of if you're open more days, then uh, you're just, there's a lot of standing around time. Right. You're going to feed the same number of people either same in four amount. or five days or, or three days. So uh, that's what we found out with the breakfast burritos. Is, and especially people are getting more selective about where you're going to go eat because it's just more expensive to go eat. It's just expensive. It's expensive for all of us. The food is more expensive. But you know what? Our power bills are more expensive at work, at home, our gas at work, our gas at home, mm -hmm. the propane there. I mean, everything just is overall. more expensive. So it's and so we get that, that things are more expensive. People are going to be more selective about how often they go out to eat, you know. And um, so which is why we're also like, OK, well, then let's provide the best experience that we can provide. Uh, so when they want to splurge, they, they, that we're part of their splurge that week, you know, or, or whatever it is. Uh, so anyway, we're going to serve less people, but we're also, um, we're going to serve the max amount of people that hopefully we can. Do you see what I'm trying to get out here? Yeah. About finding and it's that going to be the quality right. and it's going to be by right. us. We don't have to, you know, make sure somebody else, nobody cares about the food you put out more than you do. Mm -hmm. And so, Yeah. I guess that's just it. And uh, yeah, not to go on a big old spiel about what we do or our lunches or anything, but and one thing we do recognize though is like us doing it, we can make the call when we're when I'm like that. I, I don't want to serve that. That I'm. I'm let's not, toss that. Yeah, I'm it's way easier that. being us that we own it, we run it, like to make that decision mm -hmm. versus we're not just trying to dog on say there's no good employees, but what employees have is sometimes. Um, it's harder for an employee to say, well, to I'm going to throw this, I'm going to throw this away unless you have to have a lot of trust between uh, your employees and, and management to be able to have your employees be able to say, hey, this, I'm tossing this and have somebody's not going to get all of your back saying, why are you wasting that? Like, that yeah. was totally fine. Uh, so, and if we screw up with a customer, like, I hey, can be like, hey, it's on boom, me. I can or, fix it real, you know, real whatever. quick. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, whereas an employee is, it's going to be like, I have limits, I have limitations. If I just give you a bunch of free food, I don't want to be blamed that I was just hooking up my friend and stealing from you or something. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, we do realize that those are the challenges that employees face. Um, so I have a thing. 
want to say. So we're starting lunch on Wednesday, this Wednesday. This quick. So that was a quick transition. It, it is. It's scary. Well, yeah. yeah. So, so we didn't see it as in fashion of what we do. We just go hard and then we don't even take a week in between to like get set up for the next week. We're going to just like roll right into it. So uh, this will probably come out after we start lunch. So we let oh, yeah. them know the, fir- the special, what we're running. Oh, yeah. Doing. We can talk about it then, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, not that it's some big secret, but this is what we've been working on. We just haven't put it out there just because we're like... Uh, what if something changes? We don't want to lock it up. We have a fear of commitment. <laughs> right. But first week, yeah, we're going to do queso birra tacos, and they're really super good. Uh, we've been already in the trailer making them, playing with this, uh, just meaty, cheesy. Uh, the beef consomme. Beef consomme. I'm really ready for some food so easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. I know. I wish I could hand my phone around right now and show you pictures that I was taking. I haven't even color graded these. They look great because uh, uh, so there's good. just a little bit of that onion and cilantro in there. And uh, so we're doing those. Uh, April makes, and when, you know, we cook that beef and April has a whole bunch of peppers that we cook everything all in with and then we take that beef out of there and then just um, blend up all those peppers and spices i mean there's cinnamon and clove it's just tons of into spices that dipping and... consomme and it come out, it's coming out really really good uh we're also going to do some chorizo street tacos but uh their bfl obviously version street tacos it's that chorizo that we use out of kalispell it is super really good stuff good chunky stuff uh but we're gonna do the chorizo with um actually we're gonna do it with our chipotle, chipotle sauce. bfl sauce it's a, a that little smoky bit um a little bit of sweet but we're gonna drizzle that on that with the onions and cilantro on the side we're doing these corn ribs they're called corn ribs what it is these is it fun. it's a corn cob that is um quartered kind of like quartered in lengthwise so yeah. that and they're battered and we deep fry them and then on the top of those, what are we, April made a sauce. I did like, like you know, Mexican it's a creamy, lote, like the cream sauce of lime. And I have smoked paprika and a bunch of mayo, sour cream. And so you drizzle that on there with some cilantro and baste it in butter. So it's like a elote, but our little spin on it, a little different. That'll be a side with the tacos. Yeah. Um, and then we're also doing a, a chicken. What we are going to play with is having some burritos already rolled if for those people that are in a hurry um, and you don't have 30 minutes to wait, we'll be like, hey, here's a big hearty breakfast, or not breakfast, but a hearty burrito. We're going to do these uh, grilled chicken um, burritos with um, kind of a, what are we calling it? Spanish Uh, lime lime rice. Rice uh, with Monterey Jack cheese. It's going to be a healthy amount of cheese in there with the rice, the black beans, and a chunky grilled chicken in there and some uh, salsa verde in there and then those will be either ready to go or something like that so that's what we're doing we're just keeping the menu small but it also it was Cinco de Mayo that's coming right. up so we were like okay so Cinco kind of de Mayo. a little soft opening too yeah so that's what we're going to start off with and uh, and then like I say we'll I, start, I went on this big old tangent just because you asked what the hours and days were, <laughs> but that it's like, ooh, we have so many unknowns of what we're getting right. into again that, because uh, every there's a lot of places that are just struggling. Food places are also struggling. So you're like, okay, how much of that is just the economy? How much of that is what they're offering? You know, mm-hmm. like what's going on? I don't know. So we got to feel that out. So, yeah. 
Exciting. Super exciting. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. It does. And then we've talked before, like food, food can be that adventure that we don't always get to go on. Mm-hmm. You know, like yes. we, we were talking when I came back from Nepal that, oh, yes. you know, just different spices and mm-hmm. cooking something in, in different ways. And then once you get to eat it, it's like taking you there without having to go. And yeah. that, I think that's something that people miss out on. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in such a hurry all the time. I want to go through, and I'm not dogging on any fast foods or anything like that, but we run through the drive-thru, we grab our food, we scarf it down, and we go about our day. But man, if you can just find those places, and I think that's where the food truck industry has really, like, improved food quality, where we can go to these food trucks, mm-hmm. you know, wherever we are. I mean, they're everywhere now, right? Yeah. And we're not just eating food for the sake of eating food. We're eating food now and we can have an adventure. We can have an experience. We can have an emotion with it. And so yeah. that whole thing, Cinco de Mayo with these with these new tacos that you guys are coming out with, it's just super exciting. I mean, yeah. Well, and it's American culture too because a lot of other cultures and countries don't take food like we do. Right. They don't, they don't eat on the go. They nope. don't. It's like they sit down, they eat, they enjoy their meals. So our society and culture has created this fast food industry of that. And I think... In the recent years, we have and we haven't, but people have been becoming more intentional and realizing some of those things. And that's where I think, you know, people are mm-hmm. starting to experiment more with food and branch out. But, yeah, America itself is a terrible eating culture. Yes, we are. <laughs> terrible yeah. eating culture. And one thing about the, like you say, the experience, too, we've kind of missed out on just doing the breakfast burritos is... Um, uh, like we, we've gone ahead, we bought more tables, we've bought, uh, lots of umbrellas. We're going to have more, um, uh, m- more places for people to sit and hang out, which we haven't been able to do that in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of trying to make investments in our little lot there to, so it's not, we, I think in a way we've kind of taken it for granted that, oh, we're just open at night basically and whatever. We but, haven't really had to do much other than that because people aren't sitting yeah. around milling, eating a burrito. No, they come They're and going. they go, but we're actually... Uh, kind of fixing things up to be like, hey, this is going to be a cool little experience here. Tables, umbrellas all over the place, co- different colored umbrellas, um, bright colors, uh, good sound outside. We have sound going inside. I just bought a, a, a thing to actually I'm going to install. And hopefully it's going to sound all how I want it to, but it's going to be right underneath the trailer. <laughs> and uh, But it's going to be p- putting sound out so that when you come, when you pull up and you get out of your car, you hear you hear it, you saw this place that, mm-hmm. oh, look at all these bright, uh, it's just something's going on here, you know? Like yeah. all these people are milling around, but same thing. I, I go to places and I'm like, everybody's standing around, it's dead quiet out here. It's kind of weird. But if you, just a simple thing like that, just music is just such a simple thing that people I feel overlook uh, about how they I don't know but so we're gonna make sure we aren't overlooking those things yeah. and that it, when you get out of your car you already feel something at this place so that's kind of where we what we're trying to do so look forward to it I'm excited yeah I'm excited for you guys and the gym is like a block away right like, right yeah. so not only are we gonna be working out at noon we're gonna be smelling your food the entire time yeah. That's all a plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But honestly, too, uh, I think there's going to be uh, some healthier options there, too. Like, <clears throat> Ooh, yes. I mean, we've been, we have a list. I have a list we have created of just different rest ideas and food options and stuff. So, yeah, we have big plans about all that, yeah. about uh, 
we're all, we're never going to let the menu get real huge and and like nope. uh, hard to manage and hard to whatever. We're going to keep things pretty small. We're going to have some things that just stay on there on that are regular. Everybody can always count on that. That's but, on there. But then we're going to do what we've kind of done. Uh, and we did this years ago with lunch. We mm-hmm. bring in a special. We run it for two weeks, and uh, Come and it can be it, it can be anything from. Yeah, we're it, it, we're going to be all over the place. Whole boy to some Indian butter chicken with yeah. some basmati rice. So you just never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we'll Super keep it real exciting. approachable. Yeah, should yeah. be a fun a fun chapter. I think it's going to be yeah in, the, yeah in the book that's big fat lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excited, uh, we're excited nervous. About it. It's nervous, you know, nervous but excited. Excited. Yeah, but we don't grow from staying in our comfort zone either. Very true. That you know, is I mean, true. We, get, we get stagnant, we get bored, we get cranky. So getting, <laughs> you know, out, getting yeah. out of that comfort zone. Yeah. You are 100% right. And doing breakfast burritos, I mean, hundreds of breakfast burritos every morning, like you can get into a rut. We were trying to get better with uh, even get more uh, fancy with our specials. And that's been fun. And we've There's done been that, some challenges, yeah. and that does make it fun. Uh, to be like, hey, like, what else can we do with a burrito? A like, pork belly <laughs> eggs Benedict breakfast burrito. Who's doing that? You know, like, or a, a waffle <laughs> with chicken and huck, huckleberry, huckleberry syrup and yeah. <laughs> so chicken fried steak. That went over really well. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So we've uh, definitely branched ourselves out with that, but the, at the end, it's still you know a breakfast burrito and yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end, it's still your quality of life. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Very, very true. Uh, yeah. None of it's worth anything if if we're all like not taking care of ourselves and feeling so beat up that you can't even enjoy. Yeah. Life. I've, I read this thing. Everyone talks about being in balance. You just have to have everything in balance. And I've always been like wanting things in balance. I'm always finding it hard balancing everything. But I seen somebody where they've created it. It's not so much as balance as in harmony having the things that you have harmonized with what else you have going on. So there might not be balance, but it's working in harmony together. And I was like, oh, I'd never heard of, or never approached it like that before. And I thought, this was just like a couple of days ago I read this. I thought, oh, what are your so thoughts? much sense. What are your thoughts on that, Crystal? We'll go to you on that. <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts on that statement of hers? <laughs> well, so I... <laughs> I immediately went to some brain stuff I've been reading on, and uh, if you've, I love Daniel Siegel's books, but it's all about brain development, and he talks about when things are integrated, so when it's integrated into us, and so, when something's integrated into a system, it, it goes well. It's not sitting out here. It's not breaking things or disrupting the system. Um, you get harmony. So everything has to be in an integrative flow. And I think that people think balance means like percentage-wise, like 50% of my life is here and 50% of my life is here, where our energy is always moving differently. And like we talked about while you were gone, just because you picked it up doesn't mean you can't put it down. And you can put it down and your energy changes and that means you're supposed to create something different to come into harmony. And you get burnout when you lose boundaries, you lose your passion, and you just do it anyway because you think something outside of yourself is relying on you more. Well, really, you don't even know because you don't try what makes you excited because I'm, I feel like you guys are going to realize that 
nothing changes in how you make people feel and people's appreciation of your food just because you went to lunch. Like, you're just going to appease a different genre of people, a group of people. It's just going to be a different audience. But they're going to be super happy you're there. They didn't get you before. Cole didn't get you before. Unless you got out of bed, you go get a burrito. <laughs> and we've had, yeah, we've had, I called to make a hair appointment. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you guys are doing lunch. I am so excited about this, you know. So it is. And so just as many people that are appreciative for this, we're going to have just as many people appreciative for lunch. And But, you know, it's always hard doing that change over and doing that switch. We've done it before, so you'd think we'd be good at it. But. Well, remember, energy does not get created nor destroyed, just transformed. Yeah. So you're just transforming it. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. Well, we're excited for it. Yeah. Lots of things yeah. to do. Lots of things. We had to buy lots of stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> we did have to buy lots. Sometimes of stuff. buying stuff is fun. It is kind of fun. <laughs> we're like, oh, look at all this restaurant yeah. equipment we've not, we haven't gotten to use in a long time. Like, we need new this and new yeah. this. And I know. And then just thinking back, I was like, oh, I need a zester, and I need a, ju-, you know, all those things that we haven't used right. in there in so long. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm gonna need this new grill. And you go at my house. Yeah. And it's funny because Gage at home, he's putting dishes away, and we have I have so many tools and gadgets. We have so many different things. He goes, "There's nobody that has all this fancy stuff. I don't even know what it does for anything." And you have all these things. He's like, like he's so worldly. Like he knows yeah. what average people have. Yeah, and I was like, like, so other people yeah. don't have this. No, you guys are the only ones that have all this stuff in here. <laughs> Which that's not true. Everybody has no. little gadgets in their kitchen, but he yeah. makes it sound like we're a weird, we're such, weirdos. Yeah. such weirdos. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we're yeah. all weirdos to our adolescence. It'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, and then hopefully in like ten years, we're like the most awesome people ever to him. Yeah, right. Yeah. That happens. I have a twenty-two-year-old that I didn't think would happen, and yeah, she's we're super close. Yeah. yeah. I knew it would happen. I did not. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, now she calls me every day and sends me little gifts just because and posts little memes. Look at you saying right. you're not going to be my best friend. Look at us now, best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some time to wait for that one, but I'm sure it'll happen. It'll come. <laughs> it'll happen. Now it's the uh, conversations about where am I going to college? And I'm like, holy shit, we're at that conversation level now. So, yeah, comes quick on you. Oh man, it does. So, I don't know if I'm ready for my first one to leave. (sighs) I don't think anybody's ever ready for that, really. But if they're ready to leave, that means you've done your job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm sure every parent, I'm sure you were that same way when they turned 18 and started taking off. It's like, man, did I do enough? Did I give them the tools necessary and the knowledge necessary to like start navigating? Yeah, there was a lot of that. Uh, there was a lot of that, but also it was, um, I don't know. It was just kind of realizing that this, this, even though it's a change in chapter, it's kind of like, it doesn't, uh, doesn't stop. Like you don't right. stop. Uh, they're going to call like what I didn't leave them with. They're going to call me tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. So yeah, it was kind of weird having my first one leave and, and he went off to college and, and, uh, it was kind of a different situation and uh uh because he went to a place that was strict and right. whatever and so it wasn't like we had access all the time but um but yeah i have found too that uh 
I don't know. Like now we just experience things in a different way together. And yeah, um, it's so, yeah. It's I'm like, Hey, this fun. isn't the end. If you didn't make it to all of these things, or if, you know, you're not a bad parent, if you didn't, in your mind, you felt like you had to be there in this way or this way or this way. And it's, it's not you you need to, what's more important is the conversations that you you have with your kids that time that you spend mm-hmm. with them. Like that to me is I'm, I'm always April's, mm. you know, we've had a really bad schedule for raising kids. So for her, that challenge has been like, Hey, I need to, I gotta, I'm missing this or I'm missing this. And, um, and I'm sensitive to that too, because I was very close with my kids and I've, I've, I was raised in a strong family and I, I wanted to have a strong family and be there for my kids. So I don't value that any less, but, uh, I'm always more or less trying to say, Hey, like this isn't the end just because you weren't at this or you, this or this, this isn't the end. Like it, it just keeps going and, uh, have those conversations with them and they are gonna, they're going to realize not so much right now. You're going to help them realize a little bit. You're going to help them keep perspective about what's going on in your life. Uh, but as they get older, they're going to really realize what you were going through for them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's they're, when they're, it hits. they're really <laughs> going to have an appreciation for you. And it's just, we're, we always think we're going to be, we're failures as parents and that I didn't get this or I didn't do this or I said this wrong or I, I yelled at them about this. I'm like, uh, it just, you just keep going. And, uh, and now, yeah, same thing. And I, I have relationships with my kids that I uh, didn't think I would have in some ways. And in some ways, I I knew I would have. And I don't know. It's hard to explain. And now we play video games with each other. <laughs> now we're on Red Dead Redemption, all of us. Texas, Washington, Utah, Korea, uh, Korea all of us. And it's weird Headsets, how that's... and we're all playing. Yeah, like that's weird that... <laughs> I just never saw that coming years ago. I didn't have time for any of that. And I was right. like, hey, I just have to work. Uh, and I don't have time for that. That's anyway. the greatest game. It's interesting. It is, that is the it? greatest game. I, it's Who funny. thought? I saw like a, I think it was on my computer maybe. I don't know. I had a notification pop up. Uh, we have, uh, maybe it was Gage. I don't know. Somebody put out something like, hey, who's all getting on? To, who's getting on today or something? So uh, we have like a text group. It's the name of our group, or of our Buttery Bastards. Is what it's that's called. our posse, the a Buttery posse. Bastards. And so we have this group chat with all of us, all 17 of us, it feels like. Yeah, but it's now everybody's gotten on there and now we're all in headsets and we're talking to each other mm-hmm. on the weekends. And, and not too long ago, we weren't doing that. And like, no, that's it's. Um, we weren't checking in with each other. We weren't like checking we with, in with each other as often, mm-hmm. and but now through that kind of a thing, we're still we stay close. We are we. Will be four hours, and we've all sat and talked for four hours now, together. Yeah, yeah. longer. I was a lot on, of times longer. Last night I was I was on. I couldn't believe how late I was on there. I, I was on there with uh, Andre in Korea, mm-hmm. and Connor was in Utah, and Alex's husband Andy is over in Washington, <laughs> and it was weird for me because four o'clock yesterday afternoon came around, and I would be normally looking at the clock, stressing. Mm-hmm about it i'd be like oh uh, man it's getting late we gotta i gotta bed. start thinking i gotta be it's saturday and your but body doesn't want to shut down yeah. yeah but i was like oh that's weird i looked at that time and i thought oh that's all right like we're okay we're doing lunch next week <laughs> it was really weird <laughs> that's so, i thought laying in bed the other day i was like that was our last get up at 10 30 well not really because we are going to do burritos once a month but i was laying there and i'm like I don't have to get up at 10.30 next week, tomorrow. Night, I know, it's been Or weird. the next day, it's yeah. It's still sinking in. I was kind of like one of those realizations. I was like, I don't have to get up at 10.30. <laughs> I 
So last night it was like me, April, and Connor, and Andre, and Andy were all on there on our headsets running around together last night for hours until April was fading and mm-hmm. and uh, whatever. And then I, I just, but I thought about that. I'm like, it's interesting. Like we are now in this little world where we're not really we're kind of equals now in this. Like I'm, I'm these guys, their dad, but these guys are old. Like Andre's like 30 now, Yeah, you know, that's wild. Remember that? Like Andre was, I remember. Gosh. And, um, and Connor, he's like, what is he now? 24, 20. He just turned. Alex is 27. Yeah. He turned 24 the other 24, day. 24. Yeah. And, um, anyway, so they're all out there and they're in different stages of life and they're all doing whatever and uh and they call and you're still like their dad or whatever but we get on there and we do this together and um we're all in this little world where we're all kind of kind of equals and we still but we work through things together and we are there for each other (laughs) or andre and connor are you know we're in our little camp you know and we're like they're running around lassoing each other, and that's not <laughs> and April wrestling. And I. They're yeah. wrestling and we're like, okay, and guys, we gotta collect herbs, and, and we're get like, our hey, stuff. guys, look, I got a moonshine run that has to be done. Uh, is anybody ready to do moonshine? Uh, anyway, right. But so it's funny their roles. personalities come out in there, and they're like, when would Connor and Andre be doing this? Like, and I know it's all in this little thing on the on this TV, but uh, we're all still interacting with each we're other, interacting which we never with would each have. Other. You know, being in separate parts, unless we were to all meet up together and do that, we wouldn't have this on a weekly basis. Yeah. So it's been very interesting. So anyway, your kids grow up and then you play video games. You play video games with each other on headsets. (laughs) I can be down with that. I'm I'm happy with that. It's fun. It is a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And all of them do. The only one we haven't is Allie. She's the only one. Uh, her boyfriend uh, Zach gets, gets on, on there. With he's us. just a part of the family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he gets on there with us on the weekends, and he's a funny he went dude. And, bought and I'm like an Xbox yeah. and stuff just because he, of us. He came over Christmas and was like, "What are you guys doing?" We're like, "Yeah, dude, we play Far Cry together." <laughs> and then he went home and he was like, "I'm gonna buy an Xbox." That was kind of fun. We got him playing Far Cry, mm-hmm. and then we were like, "Dude, we're on to something new. We're playing Red Dead Redemption." <laughs> you got to get we on need it to get this. <laughs> And uh, so he's been trying to work on Allie. And then we went, we all met in Denver recently and we were all talking about it. And Alex was like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, yeah, we have a, we all text each other and we have a posse. And she's like, no, I got to get an Xbox. Like, I want to do this. And uh, I want to, <laughs> like, she's not run around shooting mm-hmm. game type person, but she's feeling left out of the family because <laughs> all of the rest of us are on there. And so she, uh, she went and got an Xbox and she's like, I got to get another Xbox because I want Andy on there with me too. And, and so he's not been Mr. Video game guy, uh, no. but you know, now so he's on there. It's like late. a little family thing we do. We all kind of check in with each other. And uh, one time it was just a couple months ago. I was like, I was on there and it was me, you, and I think Zach, or maybe it was just, or something was on there. Zach is uh Allie's boyfriend down in Texas. And, and then all of a sudden, because when somebody signs in, they're just like, ding, you get a notification up on the TV and, you're, and it's like so-and-so's mm-hmm. online. And and then they can see that all their friends are on there. And and join so they just can join our session. They can join our party in our headsets. All of a sudden, they don't even have to be playing the game. They Gage just, will be like, hey. Hey, just pops in there. <laughs> Sometimes he just sets his headset down and we get to hear like what, yeah, the if dogs he's at barking. Yeah, his dad's house or whatever. <laughs> We're like, dude, uh, get, unplug, you know, unplug, unplug. So... And uh, anyway, it was just kind of funny because I was like, I'm playing and like Zach pops in there and uh, 
he pops in there and all of a sudden I realize I'm like, Hey Zach, uh, have you ever met Andre? And he's like, uh, no, I haven't. I'm like, Oh Zach, this is Andre. Uh, it's my son in Korea. He's like, Hey Andre. He's like, Hey, how, how you doing Zach? And all of a sudden we're like, okay guys, well, let's go do some bounties. You guys want to, uh, and now they know that they, and now, they've known and each other. They're in the, now they, they've never seen each other in real life, but, yeah. but by the time Andre comes home, He's gonna I that. mean, they've already been in the foxhole together. They've, yeah, they've right. uh, you know they've gone and bound and recovered bounties and dangerous people together and had yeah. to back each other up. And all the griefers. All the griefers. Oh, I haven't done much of the online stuff. Oh, we we're gonna I talk like you into it. it. Yeah, it's good. You got to get on there. The griefers do are a bummer. Griefers. Yeah. I've never are... been pulled off my horse and stabbed so many times. Everybody pulls me off my horse and kills oh, me. Oh, so they're I mean, like, I guess they're just they other online, online players, players that, that are just jerks. Yeah. yeah, they just... So we kind of get in there and mind our own business. <laughs> uh, but then there's people that are just jerks. And yeah. uh, and that's what's interesting is like, it makes you really kind of realize, I get all psychological about all this stuff. I look <laughs> like, at all this. I'm like, what is oh, going it's just on real in that life. life? Like, what what is so out of control in this guy's life that he comes home or whoever he is, whatever he is, I make, all the, I make up the stories for who these people are, right? And I'm like... What is wrong with this guy that he saw April, her little female character, go riding by, and he had to lasso her, pull her off of there, and then just start stabbing her? <laughs> like, what like, is going on in what, your what world? Was that, was that necessary, dude? And now, like, I'm literally physically, like, angry. <laughs> I am, like, I am on my way. And I am, I am, like, some dude just pulled my wife off a horse. I'm having a physical reaction to this. My heart is pumping. And I'm there trying to headshot this guy. And and then we're our goal is I'm gonna I'm gonna take this guy out so many times he quits they, the game. Yeah, he switches <laughs> sessions. That's our goal. You know? yeah. And then sometimes we get in there and we're like, wait, what? What is this guy What's ranked? Level? What level? Four hundred. Oh, we're out. We're like, this guy's a four hundred and fifty-three. We're like, that means he's been playing the game a long time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we need to go. We gotta change sessions. <laughs> we're not gonna be. We're not. I don't know him. what. He's bored. That's what his problem is. He's, he's been bored. playing this for so long. He's bored. And anyway, it's so fascinating the psychology behind all these other people in this little made-up world that you're yeah. out there with and you're like and how they act and then some people mind their manners and they'll come up to you and they do the international wave i'm not mm -hmm. going to shoot you some people will wave and then you turn your back and they shoot you in the back so <laughs> i mean but you never I, know i always look at about society now and i'm like this is so interesting because everything that goes on in this world where there's really no consequences if society were to break down <laughs> it would be just like this out yeah. there yeah. we would have people that for no reason just are just going to jump rules. you and take your stuff like they were normal people a week ago before society <laughs> crumbled okay but they were held in check by the fact that somebody could dial 911 and somebody shows up and there's consequences but in a world where there's not somebody to come mm -hmm. you know and society breaks down and we have complete civil unrest and people are there's like highway gangs and there's i mean if we get really into like it's like the book of eli <laughs> i mean you seen that movie oh yeah I really feel like the way those movies portray the breakdown in society is very accurate now that I see how people act in a world where there's no consequences. <laughs> is And then you have the people that follow rules. They're like, just going to be good. Like me, I'm not going and messing with people just to mess with them. I'm going yeah, about my way and people. be like, hey, I'm good. We good. Just go <laughs> go mess with my way. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's our. Anyways, our... you should get online. <laughs> we'll make you an honorary member of the Buttery yeah. Bastards. Crystal, I think about it. Yeah. Uh, no. I know there's video games going on at your house. 
I don't play that shit. <laughs> She's like, these people are wacko. I didn't even realize. No, not at all. I just, I don't really watch TV. I don't play video games. I never have. I played a lot of Zelda when I was a kid. And so I, that's where my... Have Crystal, have you seen the movie Ready Player One? No, I don't really watch movies. Okay. I, well, I threatened to end our friendship because I'd never seen Man from Snowy River, so I've watched that. Hey, that is really, actually, that's one worth losing a friendship over. It is. I mean, if you had to draw a line, that's a great movie to draw a line over. So, she watched it. Did you? <laughs> she watched it. She watched it. <laughs> she liked it. It's like I was forced. <laughs> no, it was okay. Lonesome Dove's better. I've seen Lonesome Dove. Uh, how did I haven't seen The Man from Snowy River in years and years and years. How yeah. how is it aged? Does it hold up? I think so. I mean, I I still watch it a few yeah. times a year. I but I watch Jeremiah it. Johnson like once a month too, and really? The Last Samurai once a month. So my sister had a thing for The Man from Snowy River, so I probably watched it yeah. seventy five times with her in high school. Um, but I just don't know. Like I haven't seen it in so long that mm. you go back and you're like. This didn't hold up. I don't know. I mean, what movie wouldn't hold up that's got horsemanship on a beautiful backdrop and, I yeah. guess, romance? I mean, isn't that kind of what <laughs> tells the test, test of time as far as movies yeah. go? I think that, it all. that yeah. probably has a better formula. I go back and I look at some of the comedies that, you know, you thought, well, oh, this was hilarious in the 80s, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you go back and you watch it and you're like, this is so dumb. This is, does not <laughs> hold up. Like, why did I think this was so good yeah. back then? But. At that time, it was good. The reason I asked you about Ready Player One is because it's this movie about people that just live in their headsets. They go home, they have really crappy lives, and they but they go and live in this virtual world. I've never world. seen this movie either, so don't feel bad. And <laughs> anyway, I it's I just to me what we're doing right now is just a glimpse of what it is going to be, uh, and I can see how attractive that will be for people because you can create your online persona and this is what they're doing with the metaverse you know you will go you're you know you won't have to go home and put on a headset you're going to have little glasses that you can mm -hmm. you'll be in the metaverse as you go through your day it will put images up but you can then represent who you are make your own persona of who you are you can make yourself look at any way you want to look but anyway these people that are in their homes and they're just they're i don't know they have lived terrible lives and they but they live in this online world and it's a Steven Spielberg movie, I believe. And I think there's another one coming out. Is it really? Uh, there I've is. I've never seen it. So. And You've never seen it. It's no? a good movie. Mm -mm. Yeah, but movie. And, I'm, and am I explaining this correctly? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But to me, I watch now that our family is interacting this way with each other. I, I look at that. And I'm like, is this good? Is this bad? You know, like yeah. right now it's like, oh, we're having a good time. And uh, we interact with each other. But at what point is this not good? Like... What uh, what point is it that oh we're now not going outside? It's sunny and beautiful outside, and we're all on in our we're headsets. We're not taking that family vacation to all meet up together because there's not sense of an a sense of urgency about hey we all need to get together and do this because we're with each other almost every day or at least every weekend. Like how yeah. does this start to affect our lives where we have less one on one interaction with people people in society right now? It's just us and our kids. But at a certain point, it's now I see Cole online. Now I see so-and-so and whatever platform that it is. So that physical connection from I, I the, just, that we get with people that make us feel grounded. You know, if you're a person who is self-conscious about your physical appearance, you can make whatever character you want online, and that's who you are. You live vicariously through that. That's what people see you as. They don't know who you are. So do we 
I'm just, I'm looking at this, like I see how this is attractive and I see that this is where society is going. And these movies, the reason why I asked that is because that is a really, to me, I see it now. Like I'm like, okay, that was a fun movie a few years ago, whenever it came out. But now it's like, oh, that's where we're going. We're, we're going to be in there. And I, I always like to throw this at uh, Trish who works with us. I'm like, Trish, you're going to love it in the metaverse, huh? She's like, I'm never getting on there. I will never be in the metaverse. I'm like, you're going to love it, Trish. And uh, she's like, I'll never do that. I'm like, you know what, Trish? I'll tell you why you are going to do it. Because your grandkids are going to be in there. And that's where you're going to, that's where they are. So that's where you're going to want to be. And that's the problem. See, that's where in 2007, I wasn't on Facebook yeah you know but But that's where our kids are all of a sudden that's where my kids were and i got an account because i was like well my kids are on here i better see what they're up to and i wasn't really doing anything or posting anything but then eventually it's like that's how we run our business that's our our lives are are slowly taken over by this and that we all got okay with this and i and i'm like okay right now it's like we're on there because we get to meet with our kids but at what point does this take over and now you know, yeah, that's where your kids are. That's where your family is, where your friends are. Um, you know, anyway, I just, I just, uh, that's why I wanted to ask you about that movie. If you'd seen that, it's because I want to get your <laughs> take like, on some I of this. So now, now you need to go watch that movie and then we have right. to have a follow up about what do you think about where society is going? And... Get your in depth perception yeah. of this. Is yeah. our relationship depending on it? Uh, no, no, I'm not going to cut you off like <laughs> like uh, Colwood over the man from Snowy River, okay? But uh, just we'll, we'll still be friends. I'm a staple in his life. It doesn't. It's not that easy. <laughs> right. Uh, Snowy River one or two? One. Okay. <laughs> one. I like two. I do like the second Return to Snowy River, but the original is yeah. I don't know, but it was like so that was the music, the music, the soundtrack to that is what my parents used to put me to sleep when I was a baby. Ah. And then I remember I remember the first time What does that mean, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> that he is so about this. And that's yeah. now we know where it comes from. He was a, as a baby. Well, no, I not just, to get all Freudian anyway. Right. Go ahead. But I just remember and I remember watching it all the time growing up because we didn't have TV. We had an old I think my parents had a Betamax when I was real yeah. little and a few, one of the movies that they had was Man from Snowy River, and so yeah. it was one of the ones that I could watch growing up a lot. But yeah. I, I just love that movie. I don't, yeah. I don't know, something about like I said, the horsemanship. The Australia is beautiful. I mean, I can't wait to go visit Australia. But then the, just everything about it. I yeah, there's a lot of good messages in it all the way through it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I just like the horses, but I, and I grew up on a ranch too. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I was gonna be drawn to that kind of movie anyway. Yeah, do your kids watch it? Yep. Yep. My wife, she watched it once. It was like one of our first dates. I made dinner for her and made her watch the movie, and she fell asleep halfway through. So I've had to make her watch it like five times to get through the whole thing. Our, I think our similar thing is John Denver. Uh, <clears throat> like, I grew up listening to John Denver. My family did. And, like, so my kids, like, mm-hmm. they grew up listening to John Denver. They're all about John Denver. But then I got it with April, and um, I'm like, hey, like, what are your thoughts on John Denver? And she was just like, eh. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, I don't. This is a part of my family culture. I like, I right. was like, I don't, I don't have anything bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I love John Denver. We we listen to John Denver. Uh, then we went on a camp out. <laughs> this, this is, is the good... weirdest story. We were doing a camp out. I actually made the video of this camp out, and I was like, I'm gonna take a bunch of video cameras. I'm gonna do this. We went on this camp out, and um, April and I hadn't been together too long, but it's me and April and 
uh, Gage and Bailey, and they're little now. When you look oh, back, and so I'm like, little. holy cow! Like I feel like we just got together like not that long ago, but I'm like, holy cow! The These kids were little. Yeah, yeah, they've grown. And uh, we're going on this camp out, and that's one thing my family did was they'd put on John Denver a lot when we'd go on a family camp out or something. I don't know. And uh, we'd all be singing in the car, and. Uh, not everybody back then was on their phone, you know, mm-hmm. you weren't because we didn't have a phone. <laughs> so we had John Denver and you just sang along and looked out the window. And kids nowadays are like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. Um, anyway, so this comes on. I've got a little GoPro, like a GoPro and uh, John Denver's playing. It was just jamming and I was just feeling it. And I'm I'm recording and I uh, I uh, I'm videoing myself, but I start to video the kids and I look back there and um Gage is just singing right along word for word like every <laughs> every word of this John Denver song and I was just like how do you know John Denver anyway I was like glad I caught that little moment I put it in the video yeah um of him singing word I don't know I don't know where he word got it from nice. still don't know he's he's always listened to a lot of music it's always little kid memorized songs very yeah. quickly I hate to be the bearer of bad news but I've got to go to the bathroom oh. all right hey <laughs> let's wrap up anyway thank you sorry about that no it's fine i just know there's not a bathroom in here i know i'm sorry it does keep us humble so it's keeping me humble this is my energetic line i gotta pee hey thanks hey thanks for coming in here on a sunday you guys and when and uh i'm excited to uh to get over there and see your gym and your yoga studio a little bit more and see if i can implement some of that huh yeah let's do it all right i'm in all right, yeah. thanks. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, oh, yeah. thanks. Thank you. It was super fun, and we are always in the background cheerleading you, and however we can help support, recalibrate your life, get some harmony. <laughs> hey, awesome. <laughs>